This episode contains information about child sexual exploitation that some listeners might find disturbing. Verizon Business Network Services, LLC. On September 5, Verizon Business Network Services, LLC of Ashburn, Virginia, agreed to pay $4,091,317 to resolve False Claims Act allegations that it failed to completely satisfy certain cybersecurity controls in connection with an information technology service provided to federal agencies. In connection with the settlement, the United States acknowledged that Verizon took a number of significant steps entitling it to credit for cooperating with the government. The Deputy Assistant Attorney General Michael Granstein of the Civil Division's Commercial Litigation Branch stated that when government contractors fail to follow required cybersecurity standards, they may jeopardize the security of sensitive government information and information systems. He added that the Justice Department Civil Division will continue to pursue knowing cybersecurity-related violations under the Department's Civil Cyber Fraud Initiative and to provide credit in settlements to government contractors that disclose misconduct, cooperate with pending investigations, and take remedial measures, all of which are critically important to protecting the nation against cyber threats. So this settlement relates to Verizon's Managed Trusted Internet Protocol Service, MTIPS, which is designed to provide federal agencies with secure connections to the public internet and other external networks. The settlement resolves allegations that Verizon's MTIPS solution did not completely satisfy three required cybersecurity controls for trusted internet connections with respect to General Services Administration, GSA, contracts from 2017 to 2021. After learning of the issues, Verizon provided the government with a written self-disclosure, initiated an independent investigation and compliant review of the issues, and provided the government with multiple detailed supplemental written disclosures. Verizon cooperated with the government investigation of the issues and took prompt and substantial remedial measures. Acting Inspector General Robert C. Erickson of the GSA stated that the United States should get the cybersecurity controls that it contracts and pays for to safeguard against cyber threats that could compromise critical information and systems. On October 6, 2021, the Deputy Attorney General announced the Department's Civil Cyber Fraud Initiative to hold accountable entities or individuals that put U.S. information or systems at risk by knowingly providing deficient cybersecurity products or services, knowingly misrepresenting their cybersecurity practices or protocols, 
or knowingly violating obligations to monitor and report cybersecurity incidents and breaches. The resolution obtained in this matter was the result of a coordinated effort between the Justice Department Civil Division, Commercial Litigation Branch, Fraud Section, and the GSA's Office of Inspector General. The matter was handled by Fraud Section Senior Trial Counsel Christopher Terranova. Trickbot Malware and Conti Ransomware On September 7, three indictments in three different federal jurisdictions were unsealed, charging multiple Russian cybercrime actors involved in the Trickbot Malware and Conti Ransomware schemes. According to court documents and public reporting, Trickbot, which was taken down in 2022, was a suite of malware tools designed to steal money and facilitate the installation of ransomware. Hospitals, schools, businesses, local police departments, and even emergency medical services were among the millions of trickbot victims who suffered tens of millions of dollars in losses. While active, trickbot malware, which acted as an initial intrusion vector into victim computer systems, was used to support various ransomware variants, including Conti. Conti was a ransomware variant used to attack more than 900 victims worldwide, including victims in approximately 47 U.S. states, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and approximately 31 foreign countries. According to the FBI, in 2021, Conti ransomware was used to attack more critical infrastructure victims than any other ransomware variant. A federal grand jury in the Northern District of Ohio returned an indictment charging Maxim Galochkin, aka Bentley, Maxim Rudensky, aka Buza, Mikhail Mikhailovich Sarev, aka Mango, Andrey Yuryevich Zuikov, aka Defender, Dmitry Putilin, aka Grad and Staff, Sergey Logunsov, aka Begemot and Zulas, Max Mikhailov, aka Baguette, Valentin Karyagin, aka Globus, and Maxim Kaliulin, aka Maxfax, Max Hacks, and Kagas, all Russian nationals with conspiring to use the trickbot malware to steal money and personal and confidential information from unsuspecting victims, including businesses and financial institutions located in the U.S. and around the world, beginning in November 2015. The indictments returned in the Northern District of Ohio charged all nine defendants for their alleged roles in developing, deploying, managing, and profiting from the malware known as TrickBot. TrickBot was a sophisticated, modular, multifunctional suite of malware tools which a infected victims' computers with malware designed to capture victims' online banking login credentials. B. Obtained and harvested other personal identification information including credit cards, emails, passwords, dates of birth, social security numbers, and addresses. C. Infected other computers connected to the victim computer. D. Used the captured login credentials to fraudulently gain 
unauthorized access to victims' online bank accounts at financial institutions. E. Stole funds from victims' bank accounts and laundered those funds using U.S. and foreign beneficiary bank accounts provided and controlled by the defendants and their co-conspirators. And finally, F. Installed ransomware on victims' computers. Each defendant is charged with one count of conspiracy to violate the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, one count of wire fraud conspiracy, and one count of conspiracy to launder the proceeds of the scheme. The indictment also included an enhancement for falsely registering domains. If convicted, each defendant faces a maximum penalty of 62 years in prison. Trickbot malware developers Alain Witte and Vladimir Dunaev were previously indicted and apprehended. Witte, a Latvian national, pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit computer fraud and was sentenced to 32 months in June 2023. Dunaev, a Russian national, currently is in custody and pending trial in Cleveland, Ohio. A federal grand jury in the Middle District of Tennessee returned an indictment charging Galokchin, Rudensky, Tsarev, and Zuikov with conspiring to use Conti ransomware to attack businesses, nonprofits, and governments in the United States beginning in 2020 and continuing through June 2022. Galochkin was a crypta for Conti, modifying the ransomware so that it would not be detected by antivirus programs. Rudensky was a developer who supervised other Conti developers. Tsarev was a manager of other Conti conspirators, and Zuikov was a systems administrator who managed users of Conti infrastructure, organized and paid for infrastructure and tools, and assisted in problem-solving infrastructure-related issues. Galochkin, Rudensky, Tsarev, and Zuikov are each charged with one count of conspiracy to violate the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act and one count of wire fraud conspiracy. If convicted, each defendant faces a maximum penalty of 25 years in prison. A federal grand jury in the Southern District of California returned an indictment charging Galochkin in connection with the Conti ransomware attack on Scripps Health on May 1, 2021. As alleged in the Southern District of California indictment, Galochkin caused the transmission of the Conti malware and impaired the medical examination, diagnosis, treatment, and care of one or more individuals. Galochkin is charged with three counts of computer hacking. If convicted, he faces a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. The FBI Cleveland Field Office is leading the investigation into trickbot malware. Assistant U.S. Attorneys Daniel Riedel and Duncan Brown for the Northern District of Ohio and Senior Counsel Candina Heath of the Criminal Division's Computer Crime and Intellectual Property Section are prosecuting the Trickbot Malware case. The FBI San Diego, Memphis, and El Paso field offices with U.S. Secret Service are leading the investigation into Conti ransomware. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Texas provided significant assistance. Assistant U.S. Attorney Taylor J. Phillips for the Middle District of Tennessee, Assistant U.S. Attorneys Jonathan Shapiro and Karim Salem for the Southern District of California 
and trial attorney Sonia V. Jimenez and senior counsel Ryan K. J. Dickey of Criminal Division's Computer Crime and Intellectual Property Section are prosecuting the county ransomware cases. The Justice Department National Security Division provided significant assistance in the county ransomware and trickbot malware investigations. Part 3. Caleb D. Jordan On September 14, a Tennessee man was sentenced to 27 years in prison, followed by a lifetime of supervised release for extorting and threatening multiple minors into performing sexual acts on camera. So according to court documents, 22-year-old Caleb D. Jordan of Mount Juliet, Tennessee, met three minors online through a video gaming platform. Jordan told the minors, who were between 11 and 14 years old, that people were coming to get them and threatened to kill or sexually assault their parents unless the minors created videos of themselves engaging in sexual activity. Jordan instructed them to perform and record specific sexual acts and used these minors to create nearly 400 sexually explicit videos, some of which depict the minor victims crying or in visible distress. Jordan then attempted to sell the videos over an encrypted internet chatting application. Electronic devices seized from Jordan's home also contained more than 10,000 images and videos of child sexual abuse material. CSAM. Acting Assistant Attorney General Nicole M. Argentieri of the Justice Department's Criminal Division, U.S. Attorney Henry C. Leventis for the Middle District of Tennessee, and Special Agent in Charge Rana Saud of Homeland Security Investigations Nashville, HSI Nashville, made the announcement. HSI Nashville investigated the case with valuable assistance provided by HSI offices in Phoenix, Arizona, and Fort Myers, Florida. Trial attorney Cal P. Reynolds of the Criminal Division's Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section and Assistant U.S. Attorney Carrie Daughtry for the Middle District of Tennessee prosecuted the case. So this case was brought as part of Project Safe Childhood, a nationwide initiative to combat the epidemic of child sexual exploitation and abuse launched in May 2006 by the Department of Justice. Led by U.S. Attorney's Offices and the Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section, Project Safe Childhood marshals federal, state, and local resources to better locate, apprehend, and prosecute individuals who exploit children via the internet, as well as to identify and rescue victims. For more information about Project Safe Childhood, please visit www.justice.gov forward slash PSC www.justice.gov forward slash PSC Part 4 David Dunn on September 18, a Pennsylvania man was sentenced to 25 years in prison for manufacturing and attempting to manufacture child sexual abuse material, CSAM. 
According to court documents, 57-year-old David Dunn of Red Hill, Pennsylvania, used the mobile applications Snapchat and Likee, L-I-K-E-E, to coerce and entice a 10-year-old female to engage in sexually explicit conduct. Dunn told the victim he was 11 years old and sent the minor female CSAM depicting minor boys, which he had downloaded from the dark web. Don captured the CSAM he coerced the victim to create and sent it to another individual via Telegram. Two cell phones seized from Don's home contained thousands of images and videos of CSAM. Don pleaded guilty to one count of sexual exploitation of children. Acting Assistant Attorney General Nicole M. Argentieri of the Justice Department's Criminal Division, U.S. Attorney Jacqueline C. Romero for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, and Acting Special Agent in Charge Richard Langham of the FBI Philadelphia Field Office made the announcement. The FBI Philadelphia Field Office investigated the case. Trial attorney Kaylin N. Fulon of the Criminal Division's Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section and Assistant U.S. Attorney Kevin Jane for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania prosecuted the case. So this case was brought as part of Project Safe Childhood, a nationwide initiative to combat the epidemic of child sexual exploitation and abuse launched in May 2006 by the Department of Justice. Led by U.S. Attorney's Offices and the Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section, Project Safe Childhood marshals federal, state, and local resources to better locate, apprehend, and prosecute individuals who exploit children via the internet, as well as to identify and rescue victims. For more information about Project Safe Childhood, please visit www.justice.gov forward slash PSC www.justice.gov forward slash PSC Part 5 Abraham Teklu Lema a U.S. government contractor was arrested on August 24 based on espionage charges in a complaint unsealed on September 21. 50-year-old Abraham Teklu Lema, a naturalized U.S. citizen of Ethiopian descent of Silver Spring, Maryland, was charged with delivering national defense information to aid a foreign government conspiracy to deliver national defense information to aid a foreign government and the willful retention of national defense information. According to the criminal complaint, from around December 19, 2022 to August 7, 2023, Lemma copied classified information from intelligence reports and deleted the classification markings from them. Lemma then removed the information, which was classified as secret and top secret, from secure facilities at the Department of State. This material related to a specific country and or geographic region. Lemma accessed, copied, removed, and retained this information without authorization. According to the charging documents, Lemma used an encrypted application to transmit classified national defense information to a foreign government official associated with a foreign country's intelligence service. 
in these communications, Lema expressed an interest and willingness to assist the foreign government official by providing information. In one communication, the foreign official stated, quote, it is time to continue your support. Lema responded, quote, Roger that. In other chats, the foreign official tasked Lema to focus on information related to particular subjects, and Lema responded, quote, Absolutely. I've been focusing on that all this week. As alleged in the criminal complaints, the classified national defense information Lema transferred to the foreign official included satellite imagery and other information regarding military activities in the foreign country and region. The two espionage charges carry a potential penalty of death or any term of years up to life in prison, and the willful retention charge carries a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. A federal judge will determine any sentence based on the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. The FBI's Washington field office, the State Department's Diplomatic Security Service, and the Justice Department's Office of the Inspector General are investigating the case. Assistant U.S. Attorneys Tej Paul Chawla and Alexandra Hughes for the District of Columbia and Trial Attorneys Heather Schmidt and Karen DeMarco of the National Security Division's Counterintelligence and Export Control Section are prosecuting the case. So that's all I have for this episode 18 of the Cyber Case Files podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.